You're listening to It's Not a Show with Terry Francisco and Rance Rizzuto. They're usually performers, but today they're just pals. And it's not a show. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back, everyone. Or if this is your first time, uh, what are you doing here? Go to the first one, you silly goose. What are you doing here? Hey, glad you're here. I'm Tara. I'm Rance. Well, aren't we lucky to have you. Hey, thanks for listening to It's Not a Show. Rance and I are typically performers that tour globally doing improvisation for our actual jobs. But guess what? We're not touring right now, so we thought we'd not do a show for you today. That's right. This isn't a show, and you're here just listening to some not-show stuff going on between Tara and I as we discuss the debatables that you, uh, the the listening audience has presented to us. We got a lot, uh, here's what, here's the thing I'm curious about, Tara. We have, so we, you got so many questions from people. I got so many rants. And like so many, so many to the point where I'm like, have all of the people who've presented these debatables, have they even listened to the show yet? I don't know. I mean, luckily, here's what we've learned. We kind of put this thing out and thought maybe people will like it. Maybe some buddies of ours will think it's funny. And then we had a billion subscribers jump on board. A billion? Hyperbolic. But a lot of people that subscribed and we jumped to the top 50 comedy improv podcasts in the United States. And we were like, well, maybe people just need a little fighting and a little a little fun thinking about things that don't really matter and the people that submitted the original questions may or may not be listening which is kind of the irony of it who knows if they're listening i i don't that's why i asked well well either way guess what they they gave us the debatables and we're using them so hopefully they get to listen and uh and hey if if you didn't already know this you can go to it's not a show.com and you can present us with more debatables and you can either uh you can even send us a little message uh if you're like wait a minute i think that blank is blank and you said it was blank <laughs> super specific mm-hmm. keep it real specific like that and just just turn in that sentence right there and we'll know who the true fans are yeah i wanted it to be topical for any episode <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad people like it. I'm so glad that they're having fun listening. I've had a, a couple friends and some new fans who I don't even know say that they've listened to this on drives and in their morning walks or, you know, doing things around the house or at work or whatever. And a couple of people have said that they have so much fun listening to it. that They start to talk back to you and I. Whoops. And, and <laughs> whoops, oops. And they yell their choices for the debatables, which honestly is sort of a little mini dream. That's a dream. Uh, hey, Tara, here's what we should do. Hmm. Today, let's try and remember as we're discussing debatables, let's try and uh, and and make it sound like uh, we're actually hearing the people saying things and we'll respond to them. Like, we'll make a choice and then be like, <laughs> what What was that you said? No, Rance, if we do that, then people are going to think, what if they jump in mid-podcast and they skip this delightful banter we have at the top of the podcast mm-hmm. and then what rants they're going to jump in and think that we've we're not we're not doing so hot even better they're going to freak out they're going to be like who am i not connected to or how did they hear me <laughs> hey speaking of connected to's guess what we've got a sponsor hey take a listen to this sweet lovely uh human that decided to throw some coins our way 
and listen to all the great services they provide. We'll be back in one minute. We all know what charcuterie is, but do we know about charcuterie? We should. We love it. It's the go-to source for your next event's deliciousness. Whether you select a grazing board or a portable grazing box or host a full table takeover for your gathering, your guests will be raving about the experience for days afterward. Now carried at The Nest Theater, Noctera Brewing, and The Daily Growler, you can have charcuterie delivered straight to your space. Get on board. Charcuterie.com. Thank you, sponsor, for sponsoring our podcast. You are such a great sponsor. I think you're a great sponsor. What's that you say? Oh, thank you for asking, other person outside of the podcast. Uh, It is available uh, in the Ohio area. Oh, no. I I got (laughs) him. Hey, you want to jump to these debatables or what? Let's get to the debatables. Question number one. Debatable one. From Bill Hale in Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh. Bill writes, boxers or wrestlers? Oh, I was not expecting wrestlers as the second (laughs) part of that. Good. That'll lead me to something else in just a moment. Hmm. Wow. I don't know what kind of underwear wrestlers is. So I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. We to that. So many, so many alleys with this question. We'll, we'll hit that too. Mm. But this is boxers or wrestlers rants from Bill Hale in Indianapolis, Indiana. Well, I can, I'm sort of tossing between a couple different takes on this one. What do you, what do you think about this one? I, uh, I know typically you you tend to answer first on the show, but I I mean not show, the anti show. Whoa, whoa, go 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 everyone! Wait, I didn't mean to do 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 do. Yeah, typically I think you answer first, but I I I feel like I have, I may have an answer to this question, and it's purely. Um, it's purely because of the way that I think people thrive post being one of these things. My instinct is wrestler. Okay, why? Uh, now, and when I think of wrestlers, I'm actually going to go old school, like Greco-Roman wrestling, like people that wrestle or grapple versus someone that boxes. Not, I guess I can also include like cartoony fun, WWF, WWE okay. wrestlers here because I feel like a lot of those people tend to go on to fairly full careers a good amount of the time interesting Uh, and they don't have as much physical pain or at least uh, their bodies haven't been completely ravaged by the sport so boxers for me though definitely skilled and interesting to watch bring me bring me a level of pain that i don't love and i i feel like we're learning a lot about the way brains and muscular injuries are happening during boxing. So I, I yeah. lean wrestling, I think. And the, I, I don't think be it boxing, be it Greco Roman wrestling, be it WW. What name it? F, WW whatever letter. They, yes. Whatever they are. Uh, be it that kind of wrestling. I don't think any of them escape pain. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think so at all. I think that 
I don't think anyone escapes pain, but they may escape some long-term trauma yeah. from not having their like brains jostled within their head. Yes. Uh, it may be more of like muscular tears or ACL injuries, things like that in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And assuming that like, <laughs> I have to make the assumption that all of these people are going into this by choice. I'm just going to make that assumption for my decision. Like, it's not like there's some. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think anyone's forcing <laughs> flip a coin, box me or wrestle me. I don't think it's that. No, no. I, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like no one gets into professional boxing by being like, I was forced to come fight. Like there probably are some like dingy underworld clubs that are like that of like, Hey, you're a, uh, you're a big guy. Go in there and get yourself, get your butt kicked and we'll all make a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, that kind of stuff. But assuming that they're all doing it by choice. So they're all kind of like, you're making the decision to go forward with this painful path. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to do what I normally do in this situation between boxing and wrestling. And I'm going to say mixed martial arts. <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, no. But listen, thing. hold on. Listen to me. I'm doing this for the listener. I'm doing it for the listener. I'm making sure that you don't weasel out. I'm doing it for the listener. Okay. You're gonna pick between the two. And I, I definitely understand that the martial arts are a respectable, incredible sport. Uh, but I don't think that's the question, Rance. The question it's not, is because it mixed martial arts also is basically saying both, because it's especially if you're thinking of Greco-Roman wrestling, mixed martial arts is you can throw punches or you can grapple. You get you get you get the best of everything. So, but let's let's it ignore for it. the listeners. I'm doing, doing it, it for the listeners. You gotta pick. You gotta pick okay. who you've been presented. I'm gonna pick wrestling, and I'm not gonna pick Greco-Roman wrestling. I'm gonna pick uh, I'm gonna pick professional quote unquote wrestling. I get it. Yeah, sure. For the sh- strictly for the show, like I've seen some boxing matches before, where it's like punch, punch, hug, ref. Ref is like tapping on you to break you up because oh, yeah, they're because they're tired. Punch, punch, hug, blah blah blah. I've seen wrestling before where it's just like uh, I've seen Greco-Roman wrestling like in the Olympics or stuff where it's like you start off from that weird starting position of like okay, one of you has to start off on the ground, the other one's like right behind them, and then you say go and you just try to knock over the knock them over by their arm or something like that. It's like then you're on the ground and then it's just like this the struggle to not get pinned. <laughs> I've seen some exciting stuff in boxing. I've seen some exciting stuff in Greco-Roman wrestling, but typically professional wrestling is designed to be a spectacle. So it's more interesting to watch. I agree. So this is, this is the interesting part about this, this question for me is that I think uh, you went in, which is great, by the way. I think you went in the right way. You went in the way that is like, what's more entertaining? And I went in the way, which is what's the most trauma, which is maybe telltale of my experience with sports. I, I've had, I, not not everyone listening would know this, but I had like a severe sports injury uh, yes. where my spine was hurt. So I, yuck. I th- yeah, major yuck from rugby, hard as hell. Uh and I, I think that because of that, I'm always watching sports with risk 
like, oh, I don't know. I mean, these seem, this seems pretty risky. And where I used to be the person that like, didn't care if you like, especially in rugby matches, things like that. I think I've, I've referred to the squat girl sports before. Um, I feel like I had my hair, I had my hair ripped out during rugby. Uh, and it, it's not, it, you, the clock just keeps running, you know? And so there's a lot of like <laughs> disastrous things that can happen to you in a sport that's like hardcore. But now I watch it like a little mama bird. That's like, is everybody having a nice time? Are we all safe? Are we all, are we all enjoying ourselves? Whereas before yes. I like rub some dirt on it and let's go. So it, and in typical fashion, you went in with a, are they okay? Yeah. And I went in with a, what's in it for me? Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I meant, but it's funny that you were like, impress me. Yeah. Impress me sports. Uh, but I, I do think maybe also for, for my taste, like wrestling may be more entertaining. I mean, let's break this down. I think wrestling is more like a play. And so because of that, I don't know that like wrestling fans would be like, I can't wait to go see the old play tonight, but you're watching a play. I mean, it's, it's often a, a scripted or preconceived outcome in at least the WWE, WWF classic, um, classic scenarios where like someone was, you know, in a bracket system to go against someone else. And they knew who would have the outcome by, before the match began in the old McMahon days, et cetera. And then you just see a bunch of theatrics with, with cool like throws and certainly things that take sporting skill. Yeah. And I mean, there's lots of pain and, and strain and, needs inside these matches but it's a performance right it's like a performance with athleticism yeah you wouldn't see like mike tyson versus who's someone mike tyson fought uh vander hollyfield vander hollyfield you wouldn't go to their fight and expect sugar ray leonard to jump in the ring and mess with both of them you like (laughs) that in a boxing match there's never a ever a third person who jumps in to be like grab a mic and be like, you know what? I challenge both of you. It's like, it's always predetermined. And there's, there's like the spectacle is only the fight. And also <laughs> speaking of Mike Tyson, like as cool as it is to see on TV, I bet people who spent the money to get the tickets for that early fight of his that lasted three seconds. Yeah, were like, exactly. uh, yeah, man. What? What is this? Although, I mean, let's just talk about the match I just randomly referenced for no reason. The the Mike Tyson Evander Holyfield match, where you wouldn't expect a grown man to bite someone's ear off live either. That's that's true. <laughs> So I guess, I guess theatrics can be anywhere, but I don't think that was, I mean, that was clearly like not expected by either party inside that adrenaline soaked rage fight. Yeah. But like also maybe like boxing, take a note, you know, like uh, maybe get that third person to jump in there. <laughs> yeah. Get Sugar Ray Leonard to jump in and do, do some ear biting as well. Yeah. Any sport, any sport needs some big name in the sport was in the locker room and heard what was going on and comes out like any, like give me a sport. And, and I don't think there's a sport that won't work. Like even NASCAR, like could be like, we're racing and someone keeps nudging someone and out comes like Mario Andre Jr. in just like in a, some tearaway pants and a, in a hoodie. It's like, no one keep, no one knocks cars around in my, uh, 
arena or whatever they call it. Yeah, 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 the old arena. Yeah, what do they call that? I don't know. Racetrack? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I do feel like it has another name, though, what you're, what you're saying. I don't watch a lot of NASCAR, although, I'll tell you what, who knew? Who knew that 2020 would bring uh, a progressive NASCAR? I don't know. Maybe that's, yeah. that's something that we should start leaning into. They may have gained some fans. I don't know. Okay, so so you're you're on the wrestling side with me. Even though it's like it's for the entertainment factor and maybe not the the outcome factor, but still, I think we're on the same side of things, which is wrestling is more of a performance for us. Yeah. And boxing for me, boxing also like causes me great distress. Like I I watch it and I can definitely you know as a as a athlete or whatever I can I can I can look at it and think, wow, this is amazing. These people are like incredible physical specimens. They're definitely like going at it. They know what they're doing. They know more about what they're doing than I know. But all I can see is like two people wailing on each other. And it makes me very, it makes me very uncomfortable for the most part. Like, I I think that's my own hang up about boxing, but I don't think I've ever like enjoyed it as a sport. Yeah. You said Greco-Roman wrestling specifically, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. And I don't even know what I mean by that. I think I mean grappling, more like grappling or like high school college wrestling what you would see in i almost said a onesie a singlet singlet uh, Ones, yes <laughs> grown men in onesies i will watch it uh but yeah like in a in a singlet or whatever where there's you know there's like head head protection we're doing we're going to the mat we're doing like grappling of some sort where there's pinning and stuff like that yeah i think i said that only because it doesn't make me it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable it doesn't make me feel like someone's at grave risk that's what I meant by that. Yeah, they also seem to have like better control. Yes, it's more about points. Because they're they're going for a pin. They aren't going for punches or anything. So it's all it's all about get these shoulder blades to the ground. Right. And you're and it's over. And then it's about get someone in a, a throw or get out of a throw before it happens. Little ways to get points along the way. Yes. But it's never like punch them in the face or. <laughs> No. Kick him in the kick him in the leg so many times that he can't yeah, stand exactly. on it. Exactly, exactly. Not not none of that. Which I do think is probably maybe more to your martial arts. What what you like about martial arts might be what you should like about that type of wrestling. Yeah. Well, hey, great. We're on the same side. Do you want to hear part two? Uh, I have something else to say about wrestling really quick. Okay. Although I appreciate the spectacle of professional wrestling, I never really got into it because at at an early age. Like, a, I think a big win for my dad was he got us tickets to see WWF back when it was WWF. And I remember being like, oh, yeah, I was probably like 12. And we were in the crowd and I had binoculars. We didn't have good seats. And uh, I had binoculars. And I remember watching, I remember watching someone throw punches. And from the binoculars, I could clearly see they were clearly not connecting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I remember looking through the binocular, seeing this punch not go anywhere near the person's face, but the person react to it. And just this, like, this just became this, like, deflated 12-year-old of, like, it's all, it's all crap. It's all. It's all crap. You're telling me that Santa's not real? It's crap. So I enjoy a good spectacle show, but I by no means would, like, watch all the shows. I wouldn't watch Monday Night Raw and whatever else they had. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I was like, it's all, it's all crap. I think once, I, I remember, I mean, we lived, lived as kids in the 90s, you know, you and I. And I think that maybe 
maybe there's <laughs> there was like this strange when you think back on time i wonder if everyone feels like this about their generation but i know our generation certainly feels like this when you look back at things that are now a no duh and they're accepted as truth of like of course these things are true yeah when they were not outed by the public yet it was not a thing that everyone knew like in the 90s not everyone knew that wrestling was faked i mean yeah. I, I, faked isn't the right word sorry it's staged i think that like a lot of wrestlers would take umbrage with that i don't i, I don't think that it's faked because there's obviously real again body experience and trauma and and athleticism and stuff involved but I don't think that anyone in the 90s was like, yeah, like wrestling is like completely staged and it's a completely scripted. I think most people were kind of like, don't you dare say wrestling's fake. Like, I yeah. think people have a scope of how much people believe that wrestling was real and meaning that the outcome was not predetermined. And your kids. I remember an interview where a news reporter was like, thought he was going to, he was like pretty cutting edge. <laughs> yeah. Back, backstage, back in the hallway with one of the wrestlers and being like, why won't anyone just admit that this is all fake and this is all planned? And the wrestler oh no, slapped him across the face. <gasps> and he was like, he's is like, yeah, he said, this is, that's an open hand. That's an open hand uh, slap. Did that feel real? And then he like hit him again in the chest with another open. That's that open hand uh, slap to the chest. Did that feel real? Yeah. And it's like, they're, that's the difference. they're hitting each other. They're hurting each other. Oh yeah. But they're pulling it enough. I mean, that's the thing, right? Is that we have better language for what wrestling is now. And even we have, we luckily kind of cool in a cool way, have some wrestler friends from Chicago and even here yeah. in Bus that have done wrestling on a, on a professional level or a semi-professional level. And they, they are in the same camp where they're like, Oh no, like, let me, let me be completely honest with you. I have tons of injuries. I have tons of ways I've gotten hurt. This is all real hits. These are all real jumps. These are all real flips, et cetera, et cetera which of course is going to cause like, yeah, you know, uh, they, they have to train their butts off to do anything and it causes injuries here and there, but they all admit like, yeah, there's a lot of premeditation to the, the choreography of what it is to wrestle, which may be less now because there's probably more skilled wrestlers that know how to handle throws and stuff. But at least in the eighties and nineties, when it was like brand new spectacle level yeah. wrestling, it was all, you know, again, like kind of premeditated staging and choreography of the match. Yeah, I think that one of the best things for professional wrestling was when they just like owned it and like totally and because then they got to get bananas with their scenarios. They totally. got to like it got so much better. Like, I think that's when let's say that's and I'm no wrestling aficionado and I don't I don't think you are either. But maybe you can help me with this timeline mm -hmm. of like I feel like around the rock. Mm -hmm. around that era of wrestling of like John, who else? Like John Cena, The Rock. I feel like Cena was after The Rock, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, yeah. But just this like general, yeah, John Cena certainly later. Mankind, probably Mankind around then. But all these people like sort of started being like, yeah, let's have some fun. Yeah, I definitely feel like it was during The Rock being on top was when it kind of was like, yeah. Doi. This is stage. <laughs> yeah. And like, good for them. Like they owned it. And look how many of those people became actors, interestingly enough. Yeah. Of like, now there's these gateways to this path of Hollywood, or I, I hesitate to call it Hollywood, but like this path to moviedom that is because of them kind of leaning into the theatrics of it, which I think is cool. Yeah.
I think that's fine. Like what, what awesome thing to be an actual athlete that's that good at it. And also maybe good at like the, the fun, ridiculous MC quality, you know, of like holding court that way. Yeah. That's the best. Hey, you want to hear part two? Question. Oh, this is just part two of this one? Well, part question two. It's a unique episode. Mm. Mixed martial arts or briefs? <laughs> well, your next your next question is, you're kind of asking a question that people would want to hear. What if we do only the boxers episode? So the first question was boxers or wrestlers. Okay. Now your question that you're posing to us for debatable 1D is... Debatable 1D. <laughs> is boxers or briefs? And I will allow you to answer this question. And uh, yeah, I'll try to supply anything I can as a person that wears neither of those things. Well, I wear boxer briefs. It's the best of both worlds. It's the the comfort and security of a brief with without the wedginess. All it takes is a little extra leg to get it to that perfect place. Yeah, let me tell you what. If I wore boxers or briefs, I cannot understand in this world why you'd ever choose boxers. I don't get it. I feel like you're just flopping around in there. I, I, yeah. Let's assume that I have a male-bodied body and I've got some some digits hanging down there. <laughs> Is that what you call them? How many digits do you have, by chance? <laughs> oh, me? If you had to, if you had a penis, <laughs> yes. Would you have it replaced by leggies or fingies? <laughs> How dare you! How dare you refer back to episode one? How dare you! I just can't imagine I'd ever want to be like flopping around. I think I'd want to be tough, like like I'd want to be softly cradled by what I would I would also vote for, which is boxer briefs, the best of both worlds. Like briefs, no thanks. Although it's better than boxers, boxer briefs better than both. Yeah. Easily. Like, I can't believe anyone in the world doesn't want boxer briefs. I don't know why you'd want anything else. I I agree. And I, I don't know what, I don't know the appeal to boxers. I had boxers, I had briefs forever. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, just because that's what, uh, I don't, I didn't get my clothes. Yeah. My parents got it. So I'm like, I guess I wear briefs and fine. And then it, it was like, wasn't until I was probably out of high school that I was like, wait a minute, I can choose my own underwear. And, and boxers were kind of becoming more popular anyway. So I went for boxers and I was like, yeah, this is it. these are awful. <laughs> uh, and they, I feel like uh, the fabric's not quite right. Like the fabric was thinner and I didn't like that. And I was like, is it because is, it's like silk boxers a thing. And I remember I had one pair of silk boxers. Like, this is like actual garbage. This is like, I don't know if this is supposed to be like sexy or like feel like, oh, I feel oh, nice yeah. about silk I, boxers. It's like, oh. Oh, I hope you're just laying across a heart-shaped bed listening to yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and like every night when I go to bed, I'd, I'd scatter rose petals on my own bed and just be like. I adore. Every night. Yeah, every night. That's how I'd fall asleep. It's just me. It's just me in this in this bed. Yeah, I'd have candles candle. lit. Yeah, and I'd I'd wake up to a small fire on my desk. <laughs> oh, 
Oh God! Three or four times a week. Oh, these pedals! All these pedals! Yeah. What was it for? What was it for? What was it for? To have briefs again just felt like I guess I'm still a five year old. Like uh, they, yeah. they, they feel like briefs feel like the transition from diaper to underwear, and that's it. Oh gosh, that sucks. Yeah. I guess like that's not something I've considered because you're right. Like I, I, I guess when I think of briefs, I think of a very often a very manly person like in Hanes like that Hanes cover where it's like just a guy or like jockey who's just like a guy with a little like like flap and just standing there like yep. having time being an athlete kind of just at leisure and uh and or I think of like underoos like something that's like from our kid time yeah where it's probably like the first pair of underwear you ever had as a child that's like for you as a kid so you're like oh i'm an adult but it's it's still made for children yeah right like i don't think I'd, i would like that it's funny though i i don't know that i still think i might choose briefs over boxers because i i can see how you might not always want the leg but i i think i'd like the leg but i get i get what yeah. people might not like that part i would if i had to choose boxers or briefs i would choose briefs yeah i like the cotton fabric better and i like the the snugness better yeah. But I also would not choose them because I have many options to buy boxer briefs. So, so if that's not on the table, screw this question. Screw it to hell. <laughs> I feel like boxers are often made out of that material you reference, which are like dress shirts. Do you, I don't know what that material is where it's, it's like. A, to me, the same as uh, handkerchiefs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly the same. What I'm talking about. Yeah. Which I assume is some kind of cotton blend, but I don't. It's garbage. Yeah, it's just not. It's thinner and yet hotter at the same time. Like yes. it's like gross. Exactly. What's the advantage to boxers? I guess that you're just like free, free flowing, living your life. If you want that, I guess. Maybe it's better for like older people. I don't know, like people that don't have as much like need for like tucking, tucking up. Might just want to be like kind of. It's it's definitely a more modest choice, like. You think. Yeah, because it's baggier, and it's. I remember a specific. Yeah, but you have way more chance of like flopping out there with boxers. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe people who prefer boxers don't have to worry about the problem of flopping out, and maybe that's why it's like. Well, there's no security issues. Let me say this. Yeah. I think of, and I often do when I think of a classic, <laughs> a classic flasher. Oh, just a weekend activity. I'm just visioning it right now. Yeah, yeah. When I think of a classic flasher, they're always in boxers. I think of a classic flasher that is always in just a trench coat. I know you're going to say trench coat, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if someone was like, you know, <laughs> why is this where this question's going? I don't but if know. I'm like flashing, if I'm flashing someone, I feel like I always have like boxers on that are like pulled down or like open because you can get through the fly. Whereas with the briefs, <laughs> briefs <laughs> like if you look at one of those like uh oh boy i, I mean this is definitely right I, i'm sure i'm right real quick what uh if you were a flasher yeah yeah yeah. imagine you're just if tara was a flasher or if like anyone was a flasher if you me were being a flasher but not necessarily your tara being a flasher well it can only be me it could be you as a character but like <laughs> so you're right you're right at the moment of flashing yeah, got it. I want you to flash and make the sound that you think a flasher would make with their mouth. Got it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, go for it. La, la, la. Yeah. <laughs>
That's the same thing that was in my head. <laughs> Why? Why is that the sound? Oh, I mean, I know. Why I know. is that the sound? Here's I, what really happens. Here's what really happens. As someone that's been flashed. Yeah, do they do it? No, it's never a noise. It's always silent. It's like it would be silent because they're creeps. They're not like they're not good people trying to like be like, they're like they're like trying to like make sure that you feel uncomfortable. So like that would almost be too funny. Like the noises we made are too funny. Yeah, I think it's in our head because of (laughs) like that's what Steve Carell does in the office when Phyllis gets flashes and he's like he's like doing it as a prank. He's like, hey, 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 Phyllis, Phyllis. Yeah, I guess so. Thanks, but I just wanted to like. I was pretty sure that that would be the sound that you would make, for whatever reason. Hey, this is a good one. Uh, Everyone, oh, what's that? Oh, you agree with us? Thank you, listener. Uh, If you, (laughs) if hey, but if you, uh, we'd love to hear about this one. Is like, just give us a yes or no. Oh, for sure. On is that the sound that you imagined we were about to make before we made it? (laughs) That's it. You can answer anything you want, listener, dear, dear listener, but please let us know if the flasher noise ubiquitously is la 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 yeah. because we're sure that it is. Go to itsnotashow.com. Go to our little uh, submit a question, but just say, yes, I thought that was the sound Tara was going to make or no, I didn't think that was the sound. Because like, like, you won't be able to tell us what the sound is if you thought another sound like, but that'd be fun too. Put it in typing if you thought it was be like boy, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> How would you type that? <laughs> this will be the greatest meal we've gotten. Yeah, easily. But I, I feel like we were saying something about boxers being that that thin material. Oh, they're they're the modest choice. I remember seeing on Carol Burnett that Harvey Corman. Mm-hmm. There was some scene where he gets pantsed or something like that, and. He was supposed, he had on tidy whities and then was supposed to have a comical pair of boxers on over that. So the tidy whities were his underwear. Got it. The boxers were the character. Comedy underwear. Comedy underwear. So he's supposed to get pantsed and reveal the boxers. But Carol Burnett always filmed it twice. Got it. And on one of them, he forgot to put on the comical boxers. And when they pinched him and he saw that he like looked down and saw that he had the wrong underwear on and oh, everyone else, no. everyone, everyone broke because they realized these are not the underwear that he was supposed to have on. Okay. We've hit two incredible little things to talk about, which is one, I, I think you just gave the world a fun fact that we might know because we're in comedy, um, but maybe not everyone knows that the Carol Burnett show taped twice, which is fun. It's a fun fact. Yeah. They did basically a scripted take and then they did like a gag take where anything could happen or they'd improvise a little bit or get looser with the lines. So that's often the ones that you see that were like yeah. Corman or Conway breaking or whatever, which is so fun. Also, I think there could feasibly be some people listening who don't know what the Carol Burnett show is or have only heard of it. Hey, you know what? Google, Google it. It's so great. It's so silly and so great. And it's, I, I don't know, probably seventies. It was definitely syndicated when we were, you know, we, we weren't like alive for its first run for sure, but it's, it's a, it's a ball. It's a, it's a real silly ball for, for comedy enthusiasts. A- additionally, yes. Carol Burnett's a treasure. Additionally, you also struck upon something that I think is important, which is you say pants, and I say D pants, which I wonder if it's a, a regional difference. Oh. So like we'd always say in school, if someone got, if someone got what you're saying, if someone got their pants yanked down, 
you know, like they have on like an elasticized waist and you can, you can mess with them. We would say you just got to pantsed. Whereas you would say pantsed, which makes no sense to me because you're not putting pants on someone. Yeah. But pants are the thing that are, that are, uh, the operative. Yeah. But no, no, no S, but here's the deal. Like if you, (laughs) if you, if you say pants, all I think of is someone immediately running to swaddle you in double pants. Like you're, you're multiplying pants. <laughs> Depanting is what's happening. It's taking it off. That's true. I'm trying to think of what another option would be. Like I was trying to think of like pied, but you're getting pie on yeah. you. So you're it's getting pied. pie. So I want here's what I'd like to say. If we're going to start pantsing mm. people again, let's make it an initiative where we all try to get extra pants on someone rather than take them off. That would be probably the like, like I'm sure that's a scarring endeavor to go through. As as, accept, as acceptable as it might have been. Aren't we generally looking out for things like this a lot more than we were when we were kids? But that being said, if if pants comes back, I'm sure it's still out there, by the way. We should ask our nephews and nieces and stuff. But generally speaking, yeah, it's got to be still out there. And I wonder what they call it. I wonder if they call it pantsing or do pantsing or if that's like regional Midwest. It happened in uh, a Parks and Rec episode and they... I, I know I don't know if they called it one way or the other, but I know that Leslie did it and declared herself the pants king. She did not declare herself the deep pants king. She should have declared herself the pants queen. Busted. She's already wrong. Let me ask you this: What do you call it when, okay, uh, as a as a prank, you expose your butt to somebody? You moon someone. Mooning. Yeah. Any other things you know it as? Expose your butt to someone. Yeah. Yeah, I would say mooning. I would say we moon someone. I think that I'd say it past tense like that. For whatever reason, and get ready for it. <laughs> Wait, is this a Rizzuto name or is this like a real name? No, no. This is a. Uh, not only have I never mooned anybody. Yet. Yet. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. Waiting for it. Don't cut yourself yeah. short. This hanging a ba. What? Have you ever heard of? <laughs> hanging, hanging, not hanging, hanging a B A. <laughs> I assume that stands for bear ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't until just I was just trying to think like what are some other things and that popped no. in my head and it's no. like rethinking of it is so that is stupid. not real. It's, that is not real. No, no it's, it's real. Not. I guarantee it's from your school only. No one said hanging a B A. Write us. Listeners, write us. I got to know. No one in the world was like, hey, you hanging a BA? It sounds like you're hanging your bachelor's in the arts yeah. on the wall. <laughs> no, I swear. It'd be like, oh, man, did you hear that Rick uh, hung a BA? <laughs> like during, during lunch? It's your school, for sure. That's it's, A, it's wonderful. So don't, don't get down on yourself. It's great. I'm just curious, you know, because like the only school I ever went to was my school. So what? like, Yeah. <laughs> Hanging a BA. Hanging a BA. I and mean, we got to start pulling that into rotation is what we got to do. Because hanging a BA is pretty funny. That's pretty wonderful. Yeah. Dropping trowel. Dropping trowel is real. Okay. I've definitely heard that. That's. I think that's from a movie because I, I feel like it was out there in the, you know, in the ether a lot. People said dropping trowel. I don't know that it necessarily meant mooning, to be honest. I think it kind of meant like you could also probably like be urinating Pooping, something else or, yeah. or about to yeah have sex probably drop and trout uh can flashing no that's not real <laughs> <laughs> oh i gotta go flash my can 
busted. I saw his face, y'all, and I knew it was him. <laughs> I knew it. He just held he held to make sure that I would know. Y'all, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I gotta go flash the can. Oh, you're gonna get in well, trouble. There's this kid at my school that deserves it. I gotta go flash my can at him. <laughs> Hanging a can. <laughs> it's just a series of cans hanging across the yeah. wall. Oh, that's lovely. What was yours again? Hanging a BA? Hanging a that's BA. That's not real. Yeah. Guaranteed. I'm tempted to Google it right now, but I'm going to instead wait for the listeners. Yeah. Wait. Let the listeners take care of it. Oh, oh, listeners, please don't make me wait too long. Now, what was, you said that was, that was an even part two of this. This is, this just yeah, came this up, right? Be, you had another part two. This is going to be a monumental episode because we're really going to do one question with three options. Wow. Debatable. One. C. From, let's see here. From John Zach in Collegeville, Pennsylvania. Oh, I wonder if there's any schools there. Say. <laughs> <laughs> no schools. How about, how about, uh, here, here's the question that leads from question 1A, which was boxers or wrestlers, okay. which led naturally into 1B, which was our own, which is boxers or briefs, which now leads into 1C, which is boxers or terriers. Boxers. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> um, I don't like terriers. I mean, I get, I get that people do, but I don't. Uh, they're too. Is like, there any good terrier? Let's go through that. I mean, I mean, all dog. To me, I like. I can love basically almost any dog because dogs are are awesome. Now that being said, terriers are often on the yippier side, right? Like they're, they're yes. a little yappy. They're often scrappy. I think there's big like. Yappy and scrappy. I think there's there's bigger. <laughs> I think there's bigger terriers. I'm just trying to think of ones that aren't necessarily like small, what I would call bottom feeder dogs. As when whenever we pass them on the yeah. street, of like, oh, they look like they're like real low to the ground. They're real tiny. They're the they're the catfish of the dogs, which are hugging hugging the mud. I don't know. I don't know what I would. I think there's got to be a larger terrier. For instance, I had a. Yorkshire Terrier growing up, a Yorkie. Yeah. And whenever I see Yorkies out in the world, they're they're really, really tiny, but ours wasn't that tiny. It was taller and probably medium meaty. Uh I mean, probably like in the twenty pound range, not like not like ten pounds, not real tiny. Isn't isn't Spuds McKenzie a pit bull terrier? I think so. That's what I mean. Like a pit bull terrier is a style of dog and you often think of pit bulls as being large. So I don't know what classifies a terrier. I don't think it's only size. I think it's like the maybe the place it's from or something like that. Yeah, and I don't know what breeds count as terriers or count as crossbreeds. Like a pit bull terrier seems pretty clearly like a crossbreed between a pit bull and Agreed. a terrier. Most terriers that I've had experience with, which is minimal, is that high energy, yes, barky, barky, barky dog, and no thank you. Yes. Well, I think that, like you said, Gosh, what's the smallest terrier? I don't know. I I think that the one of the bigger terriers is probably the pit bull terrier, and I think there's something in between. Well, I, I also think of like Jack Russell terriers. That's like in the name, you know, where like the Fraser dog, yeah, which is a super cute dog, by yeah. the way. That's a super cute dog. I mean, that's not like an unlikable dog, but I often hear they're they're yippy or sort of aggressive and small, like they're they're kind of Napoleon complex but but this is the thing like yeah. i think a pit bull terrier is a terrier i think that uh 
um, God, Sponge McKenzie is a different kind of dog. It's like a bull terrier, not a pit bull, but a bull terrier. I think is what pit, what Spuds McKenzie was. Again, if you don't know who Spuds McKenzie is, yeah, it's a dog that loved to party for Budweiser in the eighties. So just like brush up on your goo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I tried to, I, I actually tried to like leak that one in and just let it sit for people to be like, oh yeah, Spuds McKenzie, or like, what the hell is a Spuds McKenzie? Like, I hope we give people things to Google yeah. when they get, when they uh, just ask Bing right when you get out of here, ask Jeeves when you get out of here of what Spuds McKenzie was. I definitely had a Spuds McKenzie towel. Aww. I was a big fan uh, of Spuds McKenzie, the dog that got all the ladies. I think that that's like, that's already problematic right there. Yep. But I know that there's other kinds of, terriers i don't think of i don't think of the last word of their title like uh my parents had uh oh not an airedale well an airedale might be one like an airedale terrier might be i guess it's a terrier i just don't think of it being a terrier because it's big yeah so what makes a terrier this is exactly why i picked boxer because it's like too many like too many terrier types to keep track of a boxer you know is a boxer but there's like English Terrier, Jack Russell Terrier, Yorkshire Terrier. It's like too many Terriers for my for my like, and they're all small and they're all yip yappy. So it's like, but well, they're not. In my head, they are. <laughs> well, I've made up my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, made up my mind. I think I I, I want to Google it so bad. Can I Google it? I want to see what a Terrier is. What's the other thing? Google's down. Uh, boxer. Boxer here like should be for anyone who really knows us should be pretty clear on why we would lean boxer um, yeah. because our two dogs are boxer beagles and they're, they're great. so great although i will say this i think that their boxer claws are what we don't like about them our our, our dogs have these like super duper uh they're the rescues two rescues that are brother and sister and the most wonderful dogs uh clark and addison they're the best they're like almost basically support animals that are feistier and, and sillier however they have these like beagle boxer claws we would have never known about had we not adopted these two that are so thick and so um tough to clip that they like basically they can run they can run so fast and a lot of it's got to be like they can like dig and push off i would assume like they've got really broad chests and they can run super fast yeah which is fun but man those claws are death and they kill if they like sit on your lap and jump off of it or something it sucks oh yeah they seem to always be right near tara when something (laughs) startling happens and they take off and they just use her as a platform it sucks but i don't know that i i don't know that i would like a boxer traditional it's sort of like a scrunched in face and like our dogs are cuter because they have the beagle stuff and in them yeah they also when we got them when we got these dogs on their adoption papers it said boxer beagle chihuahua what was the other oh doshand yeah yeah and we expected them to be maybe 20 pound 30 because because it said chihuahua chihuahua is like the biggest on there no way i think putting chihuahua on adoption papers for rescues is like the scam that they all use to like give you a little like extra like this will be a small small dog and it's like no way Here's how much Chihuahua this is. It might have been in a room where a Chihuahua was. <laughs> it's met one. Yeah, I feel like that's about about right. This these dogs are like fifty to sixty pounds a piece. They're not they're not tiny dogs. But I I, I think it's so funny that we went in being like, oh, I think we'll probably have like a, a yeah. We think we wanted like a forty pound, thirty to forty pound dog, which was it's not far off but it was just like it was a surprise when they kept growing (laughs) and we were like oh cool okay well i guess they're gonna keep going well we wanted one dog and we wanted a 30 pound dog (laughs) and we got they when we went to go a and we didn't want either of these ones we wanted one of their litter 
that that we saw the picture for yeah and that one we couldn't see but they said that we could see uh these other two we'll check them out. so like we'll we'll check out uh one of them and we saw them together and we were like we can't oh, separate they are them. friends and we and we adopted them and they're ours and then we looked up <laughs> taking care of them and found out everyone in the world says don't take two litter mates. Oh man, were we we had no idea everyone. We just were we were so in the dark about we 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 both had dogs and I've I've had a good a good amount of dogs over my life, but I'll tell you what, I did not know that litter mate thing at all. Even from training yeah. and raising dogs before, I was like, "What? You can't have a brother and sister? Why?" And it's because they always battle for dominance, I guess, their entire lives. Although ours have kind of settled into the things that they they are alpha about they both just chose their <laughs> chose their lanes basically yeah but it's it's wild yeah they're they're really they're really fun so that all being said i i like our boxer beagles but i don't know that i'd love a classic boxer and i'm curious now if terriers covers more than what i think it does like what is the other thing they're mixed with is a terrier i mean like we had we went to the vet and we brought our dogs for checkups and the vet was like, these are American Staffordshire Terriers. And we were like, what is that? And it's basically like a cousin of the Pitbull. It's like a Pitbull uh, boxer mix or Pitbull Beagle mix. So we could not even have boxers. We might have like some kind of Terrier Beagle mix. I don't know. They look like they look like boxers. Yeah. I feel like there's no, this question is kind of like ruined <laughs> because... There's no def, de, there's no defined terrier. I can look like boxer, boxer I can see, but there's so many terriers. Well, bo boxer is a, a specific kind of dog, but a terrier is almost all dogs. Yes. Right. Yes. So like a box, it's like saying a poodle or cats. Yeah, one seems specific, and the other one seems like like oranges or apples. If it's apples, I can think of red delicious, Fuji. I can think, I know there's other ones that the names are just eluding me, but when I think of oranges, I think of maybe oranges and blood oranges. That's it. That's a good, that's a good comparison because apples have a billion kinds. Yeah. I mean, though the properties are, you know, the properties are the same, but they're different. Mm. They're different. Uh. Man, also screw red delicious. That's not today, but we'll talk about it sometime, I'm sure. Yeah, screw Red Delicious. Yeah, spoiler, when we get to apples, watch out, Red Delicious, I'm coming for you. Red Delicious is the apple that barks the loudest, the highest pitch, and tears up all your furniture while you're gone. <laughs> you're crossing them, Bubba. You're crossing all the all the topics today. We're crossing them, but that's okay. Yep. Look, so our three are 1A, 1B, 1C, boxers or wrestlers, boxers or briefs, and boxers or terriers is now complete. If you had an apple and an orange, what underwear would you want them to be in while they fought? <laughs> we need your answers, listeners. Get your answers in here. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening today. We sure did have fun. This is a ball. I'm glad this is a unique one with three parts to one sort of idea. I like that a lot. That wow. was a ball. And, and people did it collaboratively. Thank you, listeners. Uh, we had fun. If you want to submit to the debatables, please go to it's not a show.com. We'd love to hear from you and and hear your debatable question and or any feedback you have from prior episodes where you just had a strong, strong stance on something. Let us know. We want to hear from you. Yeah. And again, thank you to everyone who's given us a review, given us a rating that really helps go a long way. Well, thank you. Have a nice Thanks, day. Thanks, y'all. See you.